So, my feelings around um, the VTuber episode is that, as nice as I can put this, people don't really know about VTubing. I didn't know anything about it. And so what I did was I looked up as much as I could. And I also, you know, I work full time and a lot and people fucking hate that excuse when you make content. They're like, <laughs> oh, well, you should have still waited or something. It's like I was looking into VTubers and I felt that it was necessary. And we talked about this between us, um, but I felt it was necessary to talk about it sooner rather than later because people were being such weird freaks towards VTubers. And I basically just wanted to say, leave the VTubers alone. They're nice people. And I, well, I think sorry. a lot of people missed that messaging too because it was in the the Patreon portion oh, of the episode. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it's not I, a big I didn't deal. really respond to a lot of it. I just told the few people that I did was like, yeah, you know, thanks for feedback. Sometimes you do your best, you take a swing, and you don't always, you know, you don't always hit. Whatever. Yeah, I thought it was a good I mean, episode. The fact of the matter I is that too, none yeah. of us. Yeah, I had fun doing it, and none of us. And 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 I liked watching some of the VTube content. I like the VTubers. I do not like their content. It's not for me, which is what <laughs> I said in the video. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't have to like. Nobody has to like every single output of every single content creator. And mm. it's 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 so strange to be like, for me to be like, you know, constantly like I don't like anime. It's like something I talk about all the time. And then it's like, why doesn't Whack know more about these anime streamers? He must be a <laughs> fake ally and, and stuff. And it's like. Well, because you are, if you don't like anime, I guess so. Um, Alex, yeah. are you are you, uh, are you are you a weeb? Because I think the the the, the lines <laughs> have been drawn. I'm too old for like, that. I'm too I'm too old. <laughs> yeah. When I was like when I was coming of age, all we had was Akira, and even then, it was like hard to get a copy of. So sure, uh, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And that's I mean that's some good shit. That's I have the whole manga series of of Akira. I am I I, I quite like. Some anime. We've talked about this before, but yeah. I remember when, one I was, of my favorites. when I was in high school, the way that I saw anime was I lived in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and I went to the University of Michigan's like uh, anime club where they were getting like real third generation bootlegs of Japanese of like a, of like anime TV shows. And I was like, you know what? This is too much effort for me. <laughs> it is a lot of effort and labor of love that's what makes people really get into it though i think of the, the old heads yeah but what i also think is that we need like a political compass for western kabuki of like uh the weeb sports, the weeb content oh sports, sports versus yeah. weeb <laughs> yeah so i'm the sports and weeb uh juniper is weeb not sports alex you're neither and whack you are sports but not weebs that's correct we have everything covered that's that's <laughs> everything that we could ever enough talk to get about and care about enough to get the right amount of people angry at us uh, which is really what you need is a steady stream of, Did, i don't uh, remember if i said this one of the last times that we talked about anime which i think is just during the vtuber episode but I, I think I denounced like specific like the, the you know like the weird anime, but there was one experience I had in college. Um, me and my ex and a few friends were like, oh, like we were like big into watching anime together, and we were like, oh, there's like an anime club. Let's let's like go check it out. And it, um, so we went one time. Do you do you, any of you guys happen to know the anime or manga assassination classroom? I do no. not. Okay, so it's like kind of a newer one. Um, it was it was. I think brand new when I was in college. Uh, so I guess it was like maybe five or six years ago. Um, and we were like sitting there like, oh, there's some like neat people here. And it was like a group showing of specific like different shows every every week. And 
we got to assassination classroom and the entire room except for us all start doing like the dance to the intro song like there's a dance that the characters do and we like all looked at each other and we're like oh god we're in the wrong neighborhood <laughs> this is yeah this is like not our like lane <laughs> we're not like this kind of like <laughs> anime it was very uncomfortable and like we enjoyed the show fantastic show but we were just like ooh okay um so we're not coming back <laughs> but i respect yeah. them. i respect i have them. not I have not intended my school's anime club, although it is vibrant. Uh, <laughs> there is every type of weeb in there. Um, oh, this poor girl, bless her heart. She makes her own jewelry out of Pokemon cards. And oh, she, nice. <laughs> she that like, doesn't sound just, cool. <laughs> just takes the like pieces from earrings and just punches them through a Pokemon card and where's the cards as earrings. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to do a fun intro this time. I'm fucking defeated by Sneeko. Uh, he has really he has really taken it out of your boy. So if you're listening to this, we are going to give you access to the slideshow for free. This is just some pictures, videos, and things where we want to talk about Sneeko. I also gave time codes. I didn't clip any of the videos down because Sneeko is notorious for uh, responding to people by saying that they uh, took him out of context. Uh, he got a page out of Andrew Tate's book. We're going to start mo noticing a pattern about Sneeko and taking pages out of Andrew Tate's book. Here's the thing about Andrew Tate's book. The bro was a millionaire before anybody knew who he was, Sneeko. So that is where <laughs> I want to start with you. Sneeko, hello. I already know you're listening. Your name's going to be in the uh, thing. And 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 I've watched your responses. Uh, I am not like uh, some of the other people who responded to you in that I don't plan on um, speaking about you again. Uh, I, I don't like you. I think you're bad. Um <laughs> And uh, I, I just want you to know that I, uh, I, I'm not going to rebut whatever you have to say. Feel free, man. Uh, fire away. It's it, the the court is yours after this one. Uh, we do have a Google Drive that I have made as well, um, and I am excited for that one. Um, yeah, Sneeko, uh Welcome. Uh, I'm not going to be nice to you. I am not going to take you seriously. Uh, you don't deserve it. Yeah, this guy, from what I know, which is just a little bit, I, I, I know far more about Andrew Tate than Sneeko, um, but he's just a clown. This dude's yeah. just like such a weirdo, <laughs> from what I know. He is everything that Andrew Tate is without any of the positive qualities. He is not <laughs> interesting to watch. He is not... Um, he is not particularly intelligent. Uh, he is not as wealthy as Andrew Tate. Um, everything that is even remotely interesting about Andrew Tate is not interesting about Sneeko. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to start off, as you guys can see. Can you guys see my screen all right? I see it's like kind of loading. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we're good now. I can see everything. Okay. <laughs> cool. So this is, this is, this is a survey of Sneeko. Um, there are a couple picks here. We may want to reference them later on the first slide. Uh, on the first slide here, I have a couple picks of him. As you can see on the left-hand side, there's a couple picks of him actually quite young. Um, and that's the first thing I want to say about Sneeko. Nicholas Nico Ken Balinthazi was born in 19... What? Was born in 1989... 98 <laughs> to loving parents who are still together. Now, I'm going to come back to that later because he... 
loves to talk about how his parents are still together. Uh, in 2013, at the age of 15, he began streaming Black Ops and soon moved to lending his wisdom to motivational videos he made using his life experience as a high school freshman to inspire others. Uh, was he talking about high school? Nah. Nah, he wasn't. Um, so we're going to get to our first clip here. You can see it's a link there. Um, this is a quick one. I don't know if it's going to share. The thing is, is if I share my whole screen with you guys, it's going to seem really schizophrenic what I'm doing over here. But um, <laughs> I do want to... I do want to say just really quick that it's kind of crazy how many like content creators spawned around like the 2012, 2013 era and are still yes. around that, like yes. they started as like gamer like type yeah. content videos. It's, it's kind of bizarre how like internet culture has not, I mean, there's, there's new people like there's new people on like the, the internet scene, but a lot of the big ones, like these guys like Aiden Ross have been around for as far as I'm aware, a long ass time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, Gamergate was 2014, so it kind of makes sense that a cottage industry would pop up around some of oh, these God. horrific... God, you're so right. It was 2014. Yeah. I totally forgot it was, like, just right around that same time. Yeah, I've actually been talking to my kids and my students about that because, like, they were babies, basically, when 2014 happened. And, and I am explaining to them that the riots in Ferguson, uh, Caitlyn Jenner coming out, Rachel Dolezal, and... Um, <laughs> The the as Gamergate all happened in the same like year within the same like six months. You could put together like the craziest theory with all of those names, like that always sunny, that's always sunny mm -hmm. image of Charlie mm -hmm. with all the the. Uh, <laughs> you could make that with all that. Rachel being in every conspiracy theory should be a thing. <laughs> that should be all right. She's a catalyst. This is the first clip I have. I'm going to play the whole thing of this one. A few of these, I want to play them a little long. This is going to be a longer episode, but I really want us to get like a good breath of Sneeko, what he is, who he is, and why he should be jettisoned from this earth uh, and never speak in front of a camera again. <laughs> In five years. But like I said, 80% of us won't. That's how life works. People throw the term selling out a lot. And I believe that if you accept a dead-end fucking job to pay your bills, you're selling out. It's not like you can accomplish your dreams later on in life. This is something you can't procrastinate. You actually have to do it. Those conversations you have when you're 40 about what could have been, should have been. You only live once, and no matter what rap lyrics will tell you, that doesn't mean getting hammered out of your mind every Friday. Do you want to finish your life with regret? Then just get off your ass and fucking do something. Getting this far on YouTube was a dream, and I fucking did it. What have you done? This isn't a rhetorical question what have you done with your life for some of you you're proud of your answer but for most you're ashamed this isn't an insult in any way for once i'm trying not to offend anyone teenagers think they're invincible people depressed in their 30s look back to the glory years in high school people depressed in their 30s look back to their glory years in high school that's because nothing held you back when you were 15 there's literally nothing else in life i hate more than having a dead-end fucking job seeing people on tv making something out of their lives while i'm filing reports for a corporation i despise would kill me i had an interview at a school last week and the interviewer told my dad that she thought i was visionary she said i had the potential to be the next Steve Jobs. She told my dad not to tell me this, but he did it anyway. And compliments like that shouldn't get to my head, but it sure as hell did. Call me arrogant all you want. Call me a cocky prick. But I'm just confident. Did this make you offended? Good. That's the first step to doing something with your life. <laughs> was I wow. offended? No. That was just really funny. I, I think it's inherently hilarious for like someone who, he had to have been like 16 or something there, right? Like he's... I don't know how old he was. 
Yeah, but he's like telling adults like like he's, he's mentioned something about like being forty years old and not not making something of your life. It's like, kid, you're like fifteen. What do you know? <laughs> what are you talking about? That is such a high school, such a childish way. And and this is part of the reason I hate Sneeko. He's like the worst impulses that my worst students have. Not just as like academic people, but like children have bad impulses and he seems to delight in his impulses now he's like 25 now so he's still actually pretty young um but but he yeah i i I don't understand the people look back on their life when they're 40 it's like (laughs) they don't really (laughs) you're gonna be fine bro most people are fine just say nothing of the fact that like when you're in high school, usually your parents are paying for everything and you can do whatever you want because you have someone covering your ass. <laughs> yeah. That was the best part of being young is you didn't really have to worry about shit. Yeah. Like assuming you have like a decent home life. I'll and stuff, to which being I in my 40s did. and wishing that I could still fuck around like I did in high school. I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't do acid anymore like that because I have uh, to get up for my job on Monday. But in high school... Mm. Uh, that's a story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's just like such a funny, like, from what I know of Sneeko, he's like super Christian, right? Am I, or is he like into Islam now? I can't remember, but he's like super into some religion. And he's like, though, the way he's talking is like, if, if he was like just slightly different, he'd be like the perfect Reddit atheist type person like that type of arrogance and and like feel like you have it all figured out and i'm i'm shitting on that but i was that type of person when i was like 15 and 16 i was like that reddit atheist so i'm shitting on it with love uh because you don't know like everything when you're uh 15 (laughs) but you feel like you do you feel like you got it all figured out well lucky for us uh miss uh 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 Mr. Balanthazi still has it figured out. Uh, he is uh, still <laughs> pretending like he literally knows everything. Um, and there's a lot of things. I think the best... So I watched a lot of videos with Sneeko. I watched a lot of Sneeko's content. I watched podcast appearances he was on. I watched him do a few different things. And from what I've seen, his... Um, the best video on him is by Ryan Beard, the uh, YouTube reaction guy. And he, like commentary type guy, and he wears a suit. Uh, and I watched his video and he is shaking with rage at Sneeko. <laughs> and I think that's the appropriate reaction to this person. He is a... I, I, I mean... I feel like I'm spoiling it, but I think people should really know because I'm really not going to be nice to this guy. He's like a Nazi. He believes that the Jews control the media. He has talked multiple times about who really controls the banks and this small group of people makes all these decisions and they all happen to have Jewish names. He has said stuff like this on record multiple times. Um, He is more or less a clone of Andrew Tate. He does like streaming content he does uh podcasts he started with a he started doing the black ops thing but once he started making money he was doing these motivational videos like the one i just played where he tells guys stop being a fucking loser and get off your ass so he was (laughs) he was doing the andrew tate thing before andrew tate but he's also a broke bitch maybe he's not now (laughs) but he was then um and 
I will come back to his parents still being together because I, I have a little <laughs> theory about that. Um, yeah, and he's basically risen to prominence in like the past two years. Here are some lovely pictures of him as a child when he first whoop, when he first started uh, doing his damn thing. Um, so if you're not following along at home, he just looks like a skinny little twerp. You should be following <laughs> along. You have the free you have the free thing. You can look at all these pictures. Sneeko, follow along. I'm reading from a script. <laughs> But you still have access to the information. I just am reading the script because I'm, I, I like to write things down. But, Sneeko, please, stay a while. Let's, let's hear from you. I know you've already paused this podcast 35 times to call me a bot and say I'm probably fat and that uh, uh, Caleb is probably fat, too, and Juniper also probably fat. We're probably all very fat. I'm sure you have said that several times already. I'm Jewish as well, if that helps, Sneeko. And I'm half black. <laughs> Juniper's trans. You've got it all. Do you, uh, uh, yeah. uh, I, I do want to say, I do want to say, Sneeko is mixed race. He, we do not claim him. Uh, <laughs> the, the fucking whites can keep him. He is half white, uh, quarter Haitian, and quarter Filipino. Um, and I don't know why every video mentions that, but like literally everyone does is uh, race. I guess white people look at him and they're like, he's not white, but he's not quite not white. I don't well, know. I think he's there's something. I, th I think there's something when there's like a reactionary like this because it happens a lot yeah. with like Nick Fuentes too, where it's like, wow, he's really hateful, yet he's not like just white, as if like, see, non, like see? yeah, like some some weird like oh not white people can't be hateful too. Right, I don't, I don't right. know. It's kind of a weird... I like, mean, Nick Fuentes huh. is gay as well, which is really progressive. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Does allegedly, really Nick Fuentes is gay. He blasts ropes to furry twink porn more than any straight person, that any straight guy that I've ever heard of. But uh, Nick... Thanks for listening as well. First and foremost, I'm giving the information that is broadly true. This is how I want to sort of enter Sneeko's world is not nailing down to any specific facts. I don't feel the need to nail myself down to any specific facts because neither does Sneeko. And I'm better than him for other reasons. But like, if I get your exact date wrong or when you started streaming Black Ops, oh, well, you're a fucking baby and you have a baby brain. So... Uh, I don't really care. Like, if he wants to debunk anything, go ahead. If his fans want to debunk anything, that's fine. You're going to do it anyway, so it's totally fine. Just make sure to do uh, it in the comments of our Patreon, please. Yeah, yeah, in our Patreon. Uh, because yeah, that's you, the, if, those are the ones we read. Those are the ones we read. Yeah, Sneeko, if you respond there, we will read it. And we will take it seriously. I promise you get super to pissed off about it, too. I'm going to get, owned. like, really mad. I'm going to start screaming and crying in the fetal position like you've done a bunch to make fun of people like me. I'm going to do it for real, so you better be ready. Um, yeah, he started in the early 2010s because he's not old enough to have started earlier than that. Um, and I wrote some of this in the midst of watching his stuff, so I really want to capture the feeling. So this next part that I wrote here, you guys can see it on the screen. I'm really going to like sort of embody what I was doing. It was like midnight. I'm watching a three hour rumble Sneeko video, which you can find on our uh, Patreon. I put like uh, links there. You can see it on his rumble too, but if he deletes anything, rumble goes out of business. I have the videos. They're on a Google drive. Um, yeah. So I'm sitting there midnight in my little office here watching, uh, watching this man speak and 
I am just like, I can't, I can't believe he is still doing this. I can't like, I'm watching, cause I'm bouncing around. I'm watching videos from like 2016. I'm watching videos from like 2023. And like, I, I, he's just the same. He's just the same. And he thinks that's a good thing. He is like, I've been saying this stuff my whole life. This is just me. Just who I am, bro. That's not good. You are bad. So being you is bad. You yeah, should like do something that else. Stop maturing and growing after like age 14 is not a virtue. No. And look Whoever at this fucking teacher, dork. Like that teacher told him he was going to be like the next Steve Jobs and like a prodigy. And he was just like locked his brain in that day. Juniper, I, I don't blame you because you've just entered the world of Sneeko. <laughs> he is lying about that. There is 0% chance that happened. It did not happen. True. I need to stop taking people at their word. I need to stop thinking that Trump is going to get arrested because he said so. I need to stop thinking <laughs> We Sneeko. all thought that. We all thought that. That's not we on did. you. That's on we all, all thought that because we wanted to think that. Let's be honest. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, so yeah, watching this crap is insane. He's such a little worm. I got clips coming, but Jesus, this dude sucks. He has been like this a long ass time. Uh, he started his career in earnest after he um, did the Black Ops streams. He started doing the one minute podcast where he would do man on the street interviews after he, and then he would later react to his own videos. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that, he would that say, rocks. "That's one I know, in Sneeko's column." He's he's basically he's like the uh, he's like the 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 jerk store called and they're running out of you, but he's doing it for real. He is going, <laughs> he is asking real people real questions, and they'll be like, "Yeah, feminism is cool." He's like, "What makes you think that?" And they're like, "I just think it is." And he's like, "Who told you that?" He's like, "Nobody." Bye. <laughs> and then it, he will react to it, pause it, and be like, see, I knew this guy was a fucking bot from the start. I just fucking knew it. Look at this fucking guy with this fucking shirt. He's wearing this fucking hair. You know somebody with hair like that's going to think this, which is a big thing he does. If he knows what you look like, he will say, of course you think that. You look like X. He <laughs> says it about everyone. He's going to say it about me if he ever sees my face. He says it about everyone. Um, Wait. So... Okay, I thought you were moving on. Sorry. I'm not. Uh, no, I'm not. Because we got to okay. talk about Jimmy. I was uh, say, he started his I, career in just... earnest with Mr. Beast. Um, he is in a lot of Mr. Beast videos. But um, he is most heavily featured in the Mr. Beast video, I built a working car using only Legos. Mr. Beast's content is for babies and it sucks. Um, uh, yeah, he's my mortal enemy, as probably oh. many people listening probably know, as I've directly interacted with mr beast lying about him so oh you lied about mr beast and he got mad I at did. you did you see that mr no. beast responded to a post of mine uh like awesome. a, like earlier this month and a awesome. bunch of his fans got mad at me <laughs> well i'm sure the whole west side middle school is very up in arms at, at juniper but <laughs> my students in 11th grade uh, 10th grade my 10th graders say they're too old to watch mr beast so let's not like I asked the kids, uh, we we're doing like a thing on capital. We're like doing a lesson on capitalism right now. And we're talking about like giving away money versus like uh, like donating it and direct donations and things like that. And the kids are like, "It's cool because Mr. Beast just gives people cash." And I'm like, "Yeah, but why does he give? Away- if he's giving away three million dollars, what do we know about that three million dollars?" The kids immediately are like, "He's going to make more than three million dollars on the video." And I was like, "Bingo!" <laughs> so nice. He's not doing it because he's a nice guy. He's nicer than some rich people, but he's not doing it because he's nice. Um, again, uh, don't have another clip here. Uh, this creature's voice, uh, Sneeko. 
is so grating. I'm really trying to save you guys. The the little kid clip uh, was honestly fine. He has fucking terrible mic discipline, terrible audio setup to this day. He went on <laughs> Fresh and Fit, which is that like right wing dude bro con- uh, podcast where you see like a screenshot and it's like 15 different women wearing bras and then like two guys being like, what's your body count? <laughs> like that's the type of podcast he goes on. He sounds like shit on there too. This dude does not know how to use a microphone for somebody who's been doing it for more than half of his life. Side um, note really quick. I just want yeah. to mention like i don't know why but in like the last couple of months a bunch of clips of like those type of podcasts have been being posted to twitter and i did not realize just how many like podcasts like those existed like and there's a whole cottage industry i know yeah well like what is like i i guess i've not been paying like too much attention to the Uh, like broader podcast industry for a while but like holy shit you know uh, everywhere I, i read an art i read in garbage day which is ryan broderick's newsletter the other day that apparently, Great newsletter, by the way. apparently some of those aren't real podcasts people yeah, a lot set of them, them up people don't know that to make them give them the imprimatur of having some kind of authority a bunch of people sitting around talking into microphones as though they're on a podcast which to me is so weird because as podcasters ourselves we can all agree that it lends us no authority whatsoever no <laughs> um, but somehow no, like not. it like lends their conversation some kind of legitimacy that they think draws draws viewers so yeah maybe I, it does to a certain type of person well also, it does for do like it... tiktoks they can share tiktoks you know and it can look like it came from a podcast but the thing is is you have some dumbass looking guy and some dumbass looking three girls sitting across from him and they're all arguing with each other why should i give a fuck what any of them think i don't <laughs> understand it like what is the microphone doing for you microphones are like a, like like you get a good one a good enough one for like 50 bucks what the fuck like yeah i mean in all of those videos i have never recognized a single person in any of those so it's like i'm trying to imagine like like just a random person that comes across that and like will just believe anything that's said in it it's like what is going on here i don't know know. this is it's been like a new phenomenon that's really interested me when we get to the fresh and fit podcast because i do have a clip from fresh and fit i will (laughs) compare fresh and fit favor favorably to some of the other misogynist podcasts just because their audio quality is really high their episodes (laughs) are actual episodes of podcasts instead of like 20 second clips but believe me when i tell you it is basically a string of 20 second clips laid end to end for three hours it is entirely a way for them to get a got you on a woman post it to their tiktok and be like this dumb bitch deserves thinks she deserves more just because she has a college degree or whatever that is the (laughs) whole reason that it is possible or uh, uh popular um now that is uh that that's coming up uh but for mr beast he uh, sneeko claims he doesn't mind that he was fired by mr beast nor does he claim no, he also claims that he does not mind that jimmy called him a traitor and a loser he says that's fine <laughs> which is okay uh if one of the most popular people in the world uh called me a loser i would have feelings about it but sneeko's too much of an alpha i guess um <laughs> In the... So Mr. Beast fired him and called him a loser. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I am saying. I don't know okay. if he said the word loser, but he definitely called him a traitor. traitor. Um, okay. <laughs> I watched enough Sneeko content. I don't need to go through Mr. Beast drama content as well. Mm. Um, but in the 
Mr. Beast videos, he's clearly given a bit of a character in it. And he nails this sort of balance of self-awareness and self-importance uh, and talking about, like, those years. And that was kind of his character at the time. It, it, like, he was kind of the, like, the punching bag, but also kind of like the funny guy at the same time. And now he is kind of like, yeah, it was cringe, but it wasn't for me. I saw him speak kind of cogently about the Mr. Beast years. He was like... Mr. Beast makes content for kids. I don't want to make content for kids. Well, if that was true, Sneeko, you would probably stop marketing to children. But we'll talk about that uh, under a different heading. Um, he, like, said it was, like, sort of mutual. But Mr. Beast did technically fire him, which rocks. That's such a fun thing nice. to say. That's uh, pretty good. Okay, Mr. Beast, we're, we're, we're allies now. Yeah. We're friends. We're friends. He, he fired me, but Hatch it was mutual. um yeah he uh he talks about those years as like a stepping stone he knew it wasn't going to work out with them in between terms he says he wishes it could have been better and this would carry a lot more weight if we weren't talking about sneeko and mr beast (laughs) but we are and it is so fucking nasty like just what he the way he talks about Mr. Beast even is nasty because he wants you to think he's being reasonable when obviously Mr. Beast is going to come off as better literally no matter what. The guy is so good in front of a camera. He is so good at controlling a conversation and Sneeko is bad at it. That's why he has three hour videos where he says the same five things over and over again and screams about how everybody's bots. And then he asks you to spam W's or L's in the chat. Um, so here's like a real, like a more complete clip. This thing that I linked here, uh, I'm going to start it at 32 seconds, but I think the clip is like really long. I and think for anybody whole... who is not following along with this, uh, with this, um, s- slideshow, it is truly one of the most cursed visually unpleasant things <laughs> I've ever had to see in my life. I will say it, it's very clear, Wack, that you took a lot of time in making the slideshow and yeah. I just that's Sisyphean to spend a lot of time making a slideshow about Sneeko that's like about high quality Sneeko. yeah, yeah about like no one you're doing the hard work that no one asked for and I have to respect <laughs> it <laughs> my wife has just been like do you need a moment to like decompress from the Sneeko stuff I was like yeah like five minutes would be really helpful actually <laughs> just not be with this guy for a second um yeah, so this is a clip. This is somebody reacting to when Sneeko admitted he cheated on his ex. So Sneeko <laughs> is many things. So I wanted to label each of these slides a thing that Sneeko is. Sneeko is a cheater. He cheated on his girlfriend, and he admitted it to her privately and then began recording. Um, you recorded it? Jesus <laughs> why? Christ. Why? You are why not you going to that? believe this conversation that is on a fucking TikTok. Oh, no. So this is a react. This is a commentary guy named Papa Tab. Um, oh, that's a good. I didn't even <laughs> Papa like the daddy, like Papa Tab, a TAB. So uh, this is him reacting. But this is the only place I could find this clip, so I had to pull it from him. A one minute forty second video: How to mess with other girls in a relationship. And she said that the problem before was that I was like cheating. It was not cheating, but I was sleeping around and I was lying about it. <laughs> cheating. Is- I'll let it play, I'll cheating. Let it play. Don't try to sugarcoat it by saying, oh, I was just not telling you and lying about it. You're fucking cheating. Because I didn't think she could handle it. So we had this idea that 
okay, now I'm gonna be honest about it. If I go get my dick sucked by some stripper, I'm just gonna tell you. <laughs> so that is a that's a great clip of him saying that if he gets his dick sucked by a stripper, he's just gonna tell his girlfriend. <laughs> The actual clip where he like confesses isn't even on Rumble. I would assume that he has some type of deal with Rumble to not have certain videos on there. I would assume that a lot of big Rumble creators have deals with Rumble because yeah, how does how does that work? How is is it like an exclusive platform? So Rumble is racist YouTube. It, uh, right. it is the Peter right Thiel's wing thing, right? It, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think it is Peter Thiel. Yeah, it sucks. Um, I mean, it works fine. Um, the interface is garbage. I'll, I'll go to the website while I'm sharing my screen. It's like, it doesn't look oh, it just, good. It just kind of like, looks like worse YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot busier. There's like all these colors and shit. Like YouTube's kind of monochromatic because the thumbnails are colorful. Oh, look at that. General Floyd, General Flynn is talking to Alex Jones right now. Um, <laughs> live, we could listen to if we want to do. Oh, God, um, I think I'm fine. Sneako's enough. <laughs> Sneako's enough for one night. <laughs> so, yeah. So he... um. He did do the breakup basically on camera. And he, I don't think I have a clip of it because it, it, it has been pretty hard to find. But he, um, he basically told her he had been like fucking around and he became a bit of a pariah after this because a lot of the manosphere guys were like of course i have sex with other women but my mind is never cheating which is <laughs> what i thought when i was 14 um but <laughs> like a lot of these guys just act like teenagers and then um just never stop yeah, i was gonna say i i cannot imagine any of his audience or people that would think of him favorably would care that he cheated and especially i feel like it, since he admitted it they would be like, oh, this guy is like alpha for doing that, right? That's how, like, I, I, I almost don't believe that he became a pariah because this is like what they love. Well, so this was a weird time in his career. This is pre-Andrew Tate. Uh, so as far as okay. like the so balance. Wait, in, in, in this time, was he like not explicitly like super reactionary yet? He wasn't. Uh, that was when okay. he started his second YouTube channel. He has had the Sneeko YouTube channel from 2013 until it got banned in October. But... Okay. The Schneeko channel, S-H-N-E-A-K-O, was his, like, right-wing channel, and it quickly became his more, like, prominent channel that he would use. Okay, I guess I I assumed, especially, like, even at a young age, he was kind of always, like, explicitly kind of, you know, reactionary. Like, even during Mr. Beast, I kind of was assuming he was was kind of always like that. I would say he was explicitly not reactionary. He was, like, he was a misogynist, but he didn't talk about, like... (laughs) like trans rights he didn't talk about trans people at all he didn't talk about race he didn't talk about uh the jews he didn't talk about um he was not explicit it was a lot of like what what he would call motivational content like the thing i played earlier where he's like men need to work hard uh women should take accountability and all that kind of stuff and not really uh not really like the more i guess you'd call it like more serious or whatever but he um it's, i just realized i'm looking at the wrong slideshow i should have the other one open this isn't my script i do find it really funny though that it, it like at this point in time in like the year 2023 like even looking back at like motivational content that sneeko did however long ago that was to me that just reads as pure reactionary manosphere like right wing esque 
like type content like because that that's all these people do now so like it's just weird how that's kind of shifted where like i i just assumed it was he that was always how he was like right wing dude but i guess different time like nearly 10 years ago no he's he's not always been a right wing dude he's just been in that right wing space he's very comfortable in the right wing space (laughs) um is what i will say and yeah so this is a video i'm gonna play here of him um I know you guys can see what I'm doing. I'm acting like I'm not self-conscious about it. <laughs> you are totally fine. <laughs> um, yeah, he he more like to have his his toes dipped in the whole thing. Uh, but the next one I'm going to play here is a, a conversation he had with Nick Fuentes. It seems impossible to me at this point that you wouldn't know who Nick Fuentes is, but just in case you don't know, he is a fascist, a white nationalist who believes that um, Hitler was right, that Hitler's a good guy, that, uh, that the Holocaust didn't happen... Yeah, this was the guy that was like with Kanye West and explicitly writing some, not all, because of course Kanye was writing and thinks a lot of like the Nazi stuff. But Nick Fuentes was explicitly encouraging Kanye to to do more like pro-Nazi like posts online and say all these different things. Like Nick Fuentes is like just a straight up like Hitlerite. Yes. Yes. I mean that's all he is. He's a he's a fascist. So here are Sneeko with Nick talking about Trump being associated with Jeffrey Epstein, um, which is awesome because <laughs> they're both just talking about like pedophilia as if it's like a little hiccup. Uh, Nick easily <laughs> convinces Sneeko the need for wealthy people. Uh, to be friendly with international pedophile sex tracker, oh, traffickers no. is a matter of course for someone in his position. Nick is also explains that the quote-unquote elite are to blame for making Trump a white hat pedophile. <laughs> and we know <laughs> what he means by the elite. It'll be pretty clear when he says it. Oh, God. Wait, did I already ask you... Um you are a big supporter of Trump, and I, I voted for Trump at 16, too. But there's all these pictures of him with Epstein, and there's a lot of evidence that he was going to the Epstein Island. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's sus. But um, the thing is about... It is sus. It's it's pretty sus. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty sus that a man who became our president went on the pedophile plane... <laughs> It's pretty sus. It's uh, he might be base, but it's sus. It's yeah. sus. It's sus. <laughs> yeah. It's sus. Just let's sus. hear him out. Let's hear him out on going to the pedophile island <laughs> in the pedophile plane. Let's just hear him out. If Trump were involved in that, they wouldn't hate him as much as they did. Because the thing is, like, you know, you have to look at that in the context of the fact that Trump was a celebrity and he was involved in politics and he was in New York. He was going to the and island so too. Like, apparently, he was flying to the island, not just at the. I don't parties. think he was ever. I don't think he was ever at the island. Is that true? He was. I think he was on the flight. I don't think he was ever on the island, though. Okay, so he was on the plane to the island, but not the island? Where'd he get off? 
I don't, I don't know if he was uh, where, where the plane was, but excellent question, Sneeko, about the man you <laughs> voted for. Um, really great question that I would actually like you to delve in a little deeper with, Mr. Fuentes. Um, where did he get off the plane if not at the pedophile <laughs> island? Uh. Being is, you know, you have to allow to some extent for the fact that. You know, Trump also donated to Hillary Clinton at one point, you know, and Trump Trump went to Hillary Clinton's birthday party and, and all this kind of stuff. So it's like he was an elite and he rubbed shoulders with the elites, but then he betrayed the elite class. And that's why they hate him. That's how I look at it is okay. he, he was among them and then he betrayed them. And that's why they hate him, because you're not a billionaire celebrity who is involved in politics is not supposed to run some populist campaign no. and rally the rubes and like he did. So. You think he could win again? Oh yeah, I think he's likely to win if he's able to run. What do you? What is your plan to help the campaign? Uh, well, my plan is to. I'm trying to raise an army of people to get involved in the campaign, and then to get involved in the Trump administration. Because we got to fire fifty thousand people in the deep state and fill it up <laughs> with people that want to put America first. Drain the swamp. Yeah, exactly. Because that's <laughs> the problem. Is you know, these it's the turnover. These employees, they go in DC, they work there for their entire lives. It doesn't matter who the president is, and they make all the decisions. So you're not gonna change the country until you change the people, personnel's policy. So if we get rid of the elites uh with the help of Trump, then there won't be any more problems with those elites who are secretly controlling Trump to make him do these things. Uh, that's crazy that, I mean, of course, Nick Fuentes would believe just like straight up QAnon theory, but yeah. that, that's like, from what I understand, that's uh, like the theory, the QAnon theory of, of Trump where it's like, oh, he's just a pedophile to to expose them. It's like, and frankly, mm. the fact that you would even <laughs> ask that, it's, it's probably because of the Jews. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I know. We're, we're we're less than halfway through now my <laughs> favorite story about Sneeko because it's the one that must upset him the most uh we're gonna watch a lot of this clip uh i have the whole video here uh this is a video he appeared on some podcast where men are sitting on couches and talking in their bare feet uh you can see a couple pictures here <laughs> one where Sneeko was replies to the allegations at the top and at the bottom when he actually confirms the allegations that Sneeko is indeed a cuck. And I don't mean a colloquial <laughs> cuck. I do not mean somebody who likes to watch... This is like one watch... of the four facts I know about Sneeko is that he, he, he tried cuckoldry and had a bad time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy that you're a lot of things, but most people know you for this. That must be crazy. It's literally you all I want. You build a thousand bridges and fuck one goat, and everyone remembers you as the goat fucker. <laughs> <laughs> he words of wisdom. He did it like I'm gonna play the clip, but he didn't even have to do it the way he did it. He didn't have to. Uh, he didn't practice safe cuckoldry. Well, no, he did not have to cuck the way he did, for sure. He could have just <laughs> let his girlfriend go fuck other people while he's not in the room or in the same bed. But that isn't what he did. <laughs> he chose to be in the bed with them. Oh. That's first of all. He God. didn't have to do that. Second of all, he didn't have to, like, even if the information got out. I understand you don't always control what people say about you when you're, like, a public person like that. He could have just said, I tried it. It wasn't for me. I don't really know what else to say about it. It, 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 it some yeah, people fair like and it. reasonable. 
just be like, some people like it. Was it for me? Really fucked up. Because then you could still call people the, a cuck, and then you could be like, I know. <laughs> I'm a cuck. It sucks. You're a cuck now, too. It's, it's so easy to do his job. It's it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, so in this clip, uh, the clip in which he begins describing his attendance at a swinging, swinging parties, he went to multiple, uh, that he didn't like. It's a long clip. It's like a two-hour-long podcast, uh, and I won't play it all, but there are a few seconds of him describing his experience at 18 minutes, 27 seconds, and he explains for the next hour or so why he thinks it's cool and normal to be cucked against your will, and the <laughs> dudes who wish they were fresh and fit, the guys he's talking to on these couches, make fun of him as he sits there and takes it like the little cuck he is. Oh, I can't wait. So I got this girl on top of me and she's like, I don't know, yo, I'm just not, and my girl's right here and she's like, eh, and I'm like, oh, yo, I'm like, like feeling traumatic thoughts, like seeing her with another person. It's a lot. It's a lot. To, I th but I think it's something every. All right. I'm going to stop it right there for a second before he goes on <laughs> to describe this. <sighs> Sneeko has on multiple occasions made fun of people's trauma. Uh, this is what will destroy your mind watching Sneeko stuff. He will say things like, and I quote, uh, boohoo, I have trauma. Shut the fuck up. You were raped. You didn't go to war. These are the kinds of things that he says. And Jesus. I didn't want to pull all those clips because to anyone watching them, he is clearly somebody who doesn't need to be paid attention to. And he doesn't need to be paid attention to. So I don't want to like own him or prove that he's bad. I just want to show what a nasty, annoying little worm he is, which is why I made such an <laughs> annoying slideshow for you all to enjoy with it. Um, so he makes fun of people's trauma and he says he is being traumatized as he is in the bed with another woman who wants to have <laughs> sex with him, but he can't focus because his girlfriend is having sex with someone else. So we're going to hear him sort of describe uh, his thoughts after the fact on that. Everybody should do just to test. No! I, no. You know what? You know no! what? I, I think you should. I may smack a nigga. I, I said the same shit before. It's going to be a mad, mad, angry, mad, naked niggas in that bitch. <laughs> Bro, like you don't want to be that couple. You, know, you don't want to be that. toxic, I'll be that man. couple. Because Wait, what? You don't want to be what couple? It's a, it's a sex party. Whatever happens I there. Know, I just won't go. Are you right? Safe, I, I think you should. I think you should go through that trauma. No, I think everyone should go through that. that. I'm because then you get it. This, this is the point. This is this is the reason you go to sex parties with your girl. Like you get to see if this is the person that you actually want to be with. Because if you enjoy sex with somebody more, if there's somebody you're more attracted to, or if you're not on the same page sexually, then it's not going to be a, a good time. But if you can go through that experience like with your partner and like you still. It was. It feels stronger afterwards. Like after all that, everything like we, everything was like better. To be honest. So, so do you still really? cheat? <laughs> I mean, you know what that less, sounds like. Less, so less. do you see? But you I still hear. cheat though. Less. So even after that, it's you not still fuck. If it's open relationship, I don't know. Yeah, but, it's open. But, but you, even after that, you still fuck other women. So what are we talking about? Actually, no. It's been a while. It's been a while. Like the only time was been like just threesomes. But you still did. Okay, for the next hour, they are going to clown the shit out of him, and it's awesome. I highly <laughs> so recommend just... listening to it. Uh, the audio is exactly as dog shit as it is on there. It doesn't get any better. It is weird seeing these men in their bare feet sitting around on <laughs> recliners together. Um, very strange. Put on some socks. Yeah, that is... <laughs> Do we lose a fucking yeah, war? Is... What happened get a... here? <laughs> get some fucking Crocs going in here. What is happening? Uh, the, yeah... Uh, so I just I do want to just say please, please. of course nothing wrong with being like polyamorous or doing like open relationship and stuff but I think the the irony here is the type of person that Sneeko is and the things that he like insults other people with right like he'll go so hard and like 
uh, insult like really petty things, but then he'll just admit stuff like this and say he was traumatized. Like that is insane. Yeah. I, I'm going to say it because I'm, I have to say it because people keep on, you know, making fun of me about saying I faved the, the Andrew Tate cuck porn. Uh, <laughs> like I watch like cuck porn content, but I've never done it in real life because I don't think I would be comfortable not only with my wife fucking somebody else, but I don't like what I've only had sex with my wife in the past like 15 years. I don't like want to do that. And <laughs> <laughs> like, there's also like, there's nothing we've looked into it actually. Like we've like looked at like part, but every time we've like talked about it, it comes, you're, we're together so long. And this is the thing that a lot of people like, I know it's like kids. I really shouldn't listen to them, but it's like, <laughs> When you're in a relationship for like a really long time, you just have a different perspective on things than people who haven't been in a relationship for a really long time. So it's not like some type of ode to be like, aren't you the guy who, who, who watches cuck porn? It's like, bro, just go to Pornhub right now, hit the search tab and screenshot your most recent searches. If you're like, if you're bad, if you're bad like that, <laughs> uh, because, you know, shit happens, whatever, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I know I'm, I'm completely dominating this episode, but he has just really <laughs> fucking ruined my head. And I just, <laughs> I need everything to be said that is bad about this guy out there. Yes. Cucking, nothing wrong with it. Fucking swinging, nothing wrong with it. Sex parties, nothing wrong with it. But there is something wrong with going in order to inflict trauma on yourself. That is <laughs> fucking wrong. That is wrong. That is not okay. You should not go to a sex party where everyone is a consenting adult and you're some sneaky little guy trying to figure out if you can get better pussy somewhere. Let me tell you something, bro. You can't. And I'll tell you why. Because... Sex is different with different people in different contexts. This is something a lot of young men don't really understand. So I think it's important that we say it here for any of our younger listeners. What he is saying is cockamamie nonsense. Fucking other people who you enjoy fucking better than your girlfriend doesn't mean you're secretly meant to be with them. It's not like a sword in the stone <laughs> thing where you're finding the right person to put it in and that's your soulmate. That that's not how it works. That 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 that's that's, that's a middle schooler's idea of sex. And it's a also a college students idea of sex but it shouldn't be it's really I just wrong think that we should know less about each other i mean i agree that's a very good point we definitely we don't need to know these things about sneeko doesn't need to tell us this stuff like of course we're subjecting ourselves to this and people listening to this but does sneeko need to tell the world probably not and i would prefer if he didn't probably uh, yeah, it's yeah, weird I because mean, he loves talking about it, uh, even though it runs, I guess, contrary to his like alpha male persona or something. So maybe he actually is a cuck, and he just like gets off on that dichotomy. <laughs> He's like on two like <laughs> meta layers of of cuckoldry. I don't know, but oh, I shit. Maybe this is part of it. Maybe he like gets off. To I, this is my first thought, um, but I don't want to think about that anymore. So let's let's continue the the clip. Well, I will say about yeah, the. <laughs> Accusing him of being like a, a shame fetishist, like he has, this is some type of way he gets off. That is the other part of the reason I'm not responding uh, to him. Because I first found out about Sneeko from a different YouTube commentary guy, uh, Noah Sampson. Um, Noah Sampson was watching these different man on the streets interviews that you see where they ask a girl like, do you think all girls deserve to be treated with respect? Well, then why don't girls uh, treat their men with respect? And it's like that kind of stuff. You ask like a drunk girl on the Vegas trip what she thinks about feminism and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so he he was so Noah Sampson was talking about those people, and he played a clip from Sneeko reacting to it, and just said something about Sneeko. The video was not about Sneeko. Sneeko did like an hour long live stream where he watched Noah's video but paused it like every five seconds and was like, "Guy's got a fucking cat. He's got a fucking cat. He's a grown man with a fucking cat. What are you doing with your life?" <laughs> it's like a cat. <laughs> the dude's like not even talking about you, but he spent like an hour just fucking pissed off um yeah he's gonna claim is it gay to own a cat (laughs) (laughs) uh he's gonna claim that we need to do this episode in order to uh feed our families that's something he likes to say oh before i go to the next slide you guys notice the background i was pretty proud of putting that in the background yeah this slide (laughs) the sneak of the cuck slide i I, I, (laughs) the the first thing i noticed (laughs) (laughs) i was pretty happy with that i'm pretty happy with this next one too but for uh, the uh the listener at home who's not following along it's that meme of the um small white woman sitting on the couch surrounded by large black men who she immediately proceeded to have a rough gangbang with <laughs> yeah uh so this is a video i i have the full video here this is like a five minute video i'm gonna play it through the middle but this is a video in which uh Sneeko pretty much admits to being a pedophile uh, oh, tight. God. Love that. Uh, I, I put it in here uh, for plausible deniability. Uh, I, I said it quickly. I meant PDF file. He's a human PDF file. Uh, but let's <laughs> check out these. Uh, let's check out this clip real quick. Um, 3.30, is that what it said? This is what I do at school, too. This is just my whole fucking day. Just like, <laughs> jump around clips, looking at <laughs> Google Slides. All right. That's, that's how you have to be a teacher these days. Yeah, it is. The other people they had to see admired on their phone. If you're really pissed off about this movie, you just don't fucking understand. Oh, I didn't even say what movie we're talking about. Are you guys familiar with the Netflix 2019 film Cuties? I, I'm, I'm familiar of with it. it. Yeah, I never watched it. Oh, I never watched it either. Uh, I watched a couple reaction videos that were mostly blurred, like people just talking about the movie. Uh, it's apparently really fucked up. It is about a, I believe, a Somali refugee girl who, from a devout Muslim family who moves to f- Paris. And she sees that all the other girls are being sexualized while she has to wear like full body covering and a head covering. And her parents are very mean. Uh, they're like f- uh, abusive f- fundamentalists. And... The movie is about the over-sexualization of children. Again, I haven't seen it, and I don't want to make any accusations that can't be substantiated, but the film explicitly sexualizes children. Uh, Not just part of the film, right? Because it is about children being sexualized. But the director of the movie tried to make the maximum amount of impact with her message about the sexuality and sexualizing of children by uh, using real child actors. Uh, Real children in, like real uh uh like outfits as you can see i censored the thing here i think it's better that way uh but real like bikinis and stuff and they're and they're the actresses are literally like 13 to 15 um it seems a little weird i'll be honest it's a little, yeah little so the director's a woman and she claimed that like it was an important thing to show how explicitly how girls are sexualized in the western culture i find that unconvincing <laughs> because i mean the I, camera, I, I, do, like, I do get it but i, I don't know it's, there's like a balance you know i i don't know I, I i never like engaged in this discourse when it was happening just because it's like i don't really know 
like I don't I don't know what the right opinion is on this. Like I'll be honest, like so it's, this it's, is it, seems, it just seems weird. It's just like a a weird discourse. Yeah, and it is hard to talk about because it is hard to know, and I don't want to watch the movie. But me either. It is. <laughs> It is Sneeko's favorite movie, as he says in this clip. You can watch the whole thing if you want to hate him as much as I do. But I'm going to start from uh, I'm going to start from where I left off here. Growing up with social media, I like this movie because it's extremely provocative, but it's realistic. A major criticism of this film was that it's child porn, that they were just showing these kids, and that it's going to bring a bunch of pedophiles in. I don't think so. I don't think so. Not more than anything else that's on the internet now. Or not more than beauty pageants in America, which still exist and are exactly what you see in the film. It's also really funny to see the difference. All right, I needed that. <laughs> needed that shit. <laughs> uh, let's go back. Let's hear what he says again. I think it's important to re-listen to what he says here. Showing these kids and that it's going to bring a bunch of pedophiles in. I don't think so. He does not think that the film will bring in a bunch of pedophiles because it is not showing children in a sexual light. I don't think so. Not more than anything else that's on the internet now. Or not more than beauty pageants in America, which still exist and are exactly what you see in the film. It's also really funny. What's what's up, Sneeko? What's up, Sneeko? So the <laughs> beauty pageants are pedophilia and they still exist in America. And the movie shows beauty pageants <laughs> with child actors. But that's not pedophilia. Now... It is 100% possible that he misspoke here when he said it's not in the film. I think what he meant to say was that it's not that it's in the poster, that the poster for Cuties is misleading because the American poster versus the French poster are very different. He says this in the clip, uh, but that the American poster is sexualizing the children and the French poster is not. It's not what he says, though. Um, he says that... <laughs> American beauty pageants are pedophilia and you can see them in this film and that it is his favorite film. Um, yeah, that's all I really wanted to hear from him there. You can listen I, to the whole what was thing. That Nick Fuentes thing. That's sus, but yeah, that's, <laughs> it's a little we've sus. learned as we've learned. You can be sus if you're based enough. They have the sus to based ratio has to be a certain, a certain way or you you're fine if it is. We need to make so a formula. We need to figure out the formula of sus-to-based sus base ratio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's for y'all. I think I've done enough work with this. <laughs> we'll figure this right. out. We'll, we'll, you guys, we'll figure this you guys out. get in the supercomputer lab and start cooking up the, su uh, the sus-to-based uh, spectrum. That could be our political spectrum. Weeb to sports, sus-to-based. <laughs> it's, it's the Western Kabuki uh, theory of the sus-to-based ratio. We're all so like based, it. though. How are we going <laughs> to... I will proudly proclaim that I am not based. Oh shit! <laughs> well, we have to figure it out. Still, we can't. We can't declare anything until we figure out the theory. So I have a few of these slides of Sneeko parroting whatever he is told, uh, and this is, next one is from the Fresh and Fit podcast. Fresh and Fit is probably the more popular of the podcasts like this. Um, there's a lot of them. Uh, this one is three hours long, as you can see in the little playhead there. Wait, three hours, the 35 minutes, and 41 seconds. Um, is this just like a vlog? What is this? It's a podcast. Oh, and podcast. it's a video podcast. Okay. And I'm going to explain the thing. It's going to take a second to load here because it's such a long clip. But 
I'm going to explain sort of what the podcast is because I didn't know. Uh, I watched most of the ep- this episode of Fresh and Fit. I skipped around a- it a lot because uh, it's very repetitive and very boring. Um, but basically what Fresh and Fit it- it bills itself as is a culture and lifestyle podcast hosted by two professional media trained type of people. But then they bring in a bunch of non-media trained, non-professional types. And as you can see there, they have them sit around the table all together. Oh, um, I've, seen, and, I've seen clips of this like a couple so, of times before. Yeah. Yeah. So then what they do is they try to uh, talk to those women. Some of them as young as 18. Uh, they're not media trained at all. Uh, they're brought on to be berated and demand their body counts, which is literally happens in this video. Uh, I think somebody does give their body count. Um they are asked to answer for such crimes as Lady Macbeth's unwomanly conduct and Eve's eating of the apple. Uh, they are constantly just given blame for everything that any woman ever did. Um, and they take it because many of them are Instagram models or online entrepreneurs. So they go on there to uh, like boost up their brand. And in exchange for boosting their brand, they get called... All sorts of horrible names by the commenters of the Fresh and Fit podcast. Um, it is exhausting because the first thing they do is they go around and they have every girl introduce herself. You can see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine girls on camera, plus four more off camera on the couch that they're also going to ask. They're going to ask basically ASL. They're going to be like, where are you from? What's your name? Uh, how old are you? Uh, what's your body count? And what's your education level? And I guess they think that's... Okay, so you can see the girl right there in the middle. She has a red shirt that says sex sells. She has an OnlyFans. A lot of these people have OnlyFans and things that they sell. These guys constantly talk down to the OnlyFans girls. They have them on, and then they're like, but you do OnlyFans, so it's not like real work or whatever. Uh, very common. Um, yeah, these, these, these uh, conversations are toxic. You should not watch them. I'm going to jump to 26 minutes and 30 seconds and play until 28 minutes. Uh, but you can feel free to listen to this full three and a half hour thing if you're worried that I'm taking Sneeko out of context. <laughs> I'll be honest, I am pl- not planning on doing that. <laughs> I really I didn't do watch not the, want to do that. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I watched a lot of it. <laughs> right. Bro, you know the address already. Uh, Freshka, Texas, too, if you forgot. But yeah, man, uh, shout out to you. Me and him were talking real estate uh, yesterday. The only guy on OnlyFans that makes a million a month on OnlyFans Number without one. necessarily having sex. It's all financial stuff. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him, man. Uh, I want to ask one more because his reputation right now, Andrew well, and Tristan. Hold on, hold on. The, uh, couch real quick. On the couch. Innocent, guilty. What do you think? Innocent, guilty. They went around the table and asked everybody if they thought that Andrew Tate was innocent or guilty of the charges of human trafficking and rape. Who said guilty? Who's guilty? 19-year-old. Egypt. <laughs> Why do you think what that? makes you say that? I just feel like he's guilty because... Merch. His whole perspective, like I feel like he would do, he, he would do that. What about his perspective makes you think that? I just feel like he would do that, like because wasn't what? it like wasn't a charge for like trafficking? Yeah, yeah. What about his perspective makes you think that he would sell women for money? Because like, he don't like. I feel like he doesn't just don't respect women like that. He doesn't respect women. He says that women are beautiful creatures that need to be taken care of and. 
women are one of the most beautiful things about this nah, world. It's probably easy to ask her what does she think he's done that has been disrespectful to women, or what is his thoughts or ideologies that's been disrespectful to women. Yeah. Sneak up again, again by, by somebody, somebody with a better idea, idea than him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I do he love goes the on the idea to... of multiple men sitting around and uh, dissecting what a woman just, just said, trying, trying to interpret, interpret it rather than asking her to clarify herself. That's very right. Good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if you like men talking over women, you should check out the Fresh and Fit <laughs> podcast. <laughs> if you like men asking direct questions and then interrupting a woman before she can answer, you should really watch the Fresh and Fit podcast. Or listen. I don't know if you can listen to this. How the fuck could anybody listen to this? You have 14 girls ages like 18 to 33 like <laughs> you're never going to be able to tell who's talking people complain that they can't tell who's talking in our podcast yeah we have like but, four or five people max talking yeah. in a single episode <laughs> yeah so he berates this 19 year old for a while i'm gonna keep it playing uh but yeah i just wanted to point out sneeko got cocked again yeah. Mostly stuff I see on Instagram, like he, like, he just seems like that type of person. Does he say I can't drive type shit? You keep it on me. <laughs> what did you see? I don't, I've seen a lot of stuff on Instagram. Like, Can you name you one, thing? One, thing. one thing? One thing specifically. Bro. One thing. You probably saw a 15 second clip. I don't exactly. Yeah, I, don't I, honestly, much, I honestly can't remember like how it This went, is the whole point. She has strong opinions. She believes he's guilty, but she cannot name no one facts. reason why. And so I want to clear this up. That's why I want to ask you specifically, because you've met him before. What was your experience with him? Do you think that he was disrespectful towards women? Um, no, I don't think he was disrespectful at all. He, was, he seemed like decent. Seemed like decent. He didn't try to sell you? But I mean, I mean, there's no proof. So I would say like he's innocent, like until proven guilty. But I don't think that he did that. There you go. I mean, I, you see the stark difference between people who've seen 15-second clips on Instagram and people who have met him in real life. They all have the exact same opinion. They think he's an upstanding gentleman. And then people who just look at Instagram, they, they end up getting programmed. They believe that he's a bad person and they have no reason ever as to why. That's so crazy that people will like... Because, I mean, I think many people at this point have seen like clips of Andrew Tate. And I mean, we, we had a whole uh, episode where we talked about him where he will just say the most like misogynistic, crazy things ever. And it's like, I, I don't know, do, are we living in like a different world where like people like Sneeko think that that's just like a normal thing to say or to say to or about women? Like, I don't know. That, that, that always like blows my mind. <laughs> I... I think it is, in a lot of ways, the incel mentality. Uh, like, he's not an incel. He's dated a bunch of girls and stuff. But it is that mentality of, like, not just women, but basically everybody has a value. You are either mm -hmm. valuable or worthless, and you fall in a spectrum that way. And it's really sort of dark, you know, because you're basically, like, looking into yourself as a god and finding yourself lacking and it's a really like grim existential place he finds himself in and it's so it's 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 so off-putting uh i mean that podcast is the vibes are fucked at the fresh and fit <laughs> podcast um that it's got like the the GTA fonts everywhere. It's in Miami, yeah. of course. It's in Miami. Where else would you get all those people together? It's in Miami, <laughs> um, and 
it's it's the vibes are fucking bad over there and i i don't understand like how someone can be so outwardly facing so publicly facing like he watches his own content and he comments on his own stuff which i'm going to get to as well the the most infuriating <laughs> part about andrew tate or andrew tate <laughs> sneeko the most infuriating part about sneeko is yet to come um but i i do think that what i sort of want to point to with a lot of the sneeko stuff is that he, i th- i think he is a dangerous person and i don't mean his ideas are dangerous or misogyny is dangerous i think he is a deeply unwell and dangerous character and i i don't i think he has an extremely shallow affect i don't think he thinks about anything very deeply i don't think he's very intelligent i don't think he's very interesting and i think he knows it and i think he resents his lack of talent, his lack of intelligence, his lack of uh, uh, charisma, and I think he covers up covers it up by jumping around on the camera and lying and screaming. And I think at the end of the day, you know, he is a he is a malignant personality, and a lot of the time when malignant personalities like have their narcissism proved incorrect to them they can really tend to lash out so if you are a woman who knows Nico, do not date him he is highly (laughs) dangerous yeah i something i think i i've especially realized in like the the era of elon musk's twitter is i mean and i mean for a while but especially so in in this current era of twitter is that a lot of like specifically uh like Boring. Well, I don't want to say boring, uh, but just like people that don't have like a lot to offer, um, personality-wise. Okay, maybe that's unfair. Basically, a lot of people le- that are that are right-wing, like Sneeko, like Andrew Tate, they don't get like a following for like being necessarily like good or interesting or like cool or funny people. Like a lot of the people that get attention on the right and a lot of us kind of give into it too is they'll say something hateful and they'll get a lot of attention they'll get like a lot of affirmation from their audience and they'll be like hell yeah be continue being hateful it's and the then politics they'll be of like spite. yeah it yeah it, precisely that's the perfect way to put it it's politics of spite and then people like like us on the left will maybe like respond to it or like quote tweet it or make content about it and it's like a self-fulfilling cycle where becoming spiteful is their personality like that it becomes them that is that is who they are they they don't really have any like thing to offer other than that they're the fucking pink slime in ghostbusters too the more you hate the more powerful it becomes yeah unironically that that to an extent it is true which is really sad yeah it is it's sad he's a sad person and uh, the the cuck thing is like the first sort of instance we we, we saw of him being really sad, uh, and this is part of the reason that I watched like all of the content that I did is because I have I watched a bunch of like sneaker reaction videos, who is sneako type of videos from friend of the show Jawbree, from Ryan Beard, from Nick is not green, from Chad Chad. Uh, I watched a bunch and. 
I learned about him through these like people reacting to him, and they would highlight the especially hateful and violent things that he would say. And I didn't do that because he says very hateful, violent things. I'm going to play one of the clips. The clip I think probably got him banned from YouTube. And I'm going to play a couple more intense clips, but I just want it to be known that I... I I don't think anybody should talk about him. And and I'm doing this Sneeko stuff this way because I just want everyone to be done with him. And Sneeko, if you want to own us so hard, delete all of your accounts and and get a job at, at the credit card company. I don't know. Start answering <laughs> phone calls or something, man. Do something normal. All right. So if you... Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to our Patreon. We are going to continue our discussion about Andrew Tate. The next slide is called... Or, fuck! The next slide is called Andrew Tate, and we're going to be talking about Sneeko. They're very similar guys. Um, except for one of them's a broke uh, loser, and the other one is in jail for rape. <laughs> you can go ahead and guess which is which. Um, uh, please follow us on Patreon and on Twitter. Uh, we're going to continue talking about this. And on the Patreon, um, Sneeko, this is just for you. Uh you're going to want the Google Drive of stuff, the, the Google Drive I have of the uh, like pictures of you and videos of you. Uh, so I just want you to sort of scroll through that on your stream on Rumble and tell them that we're all like cucks and stuff and, um, you know, we'll be out. So um, $5 a month, Sneeko. Uh, and you can. I, do you prefer Do you prefer Sneeko? Do you like Nick? Is it Nico? Uh, I'll, tell me. I'll, I'll, uh, whatever you like, man. Um yeah, you can follow me at Wack Nicholson, Juniper at Juniper, J-U-N-L-P-E-R, and Caleb at The Bird Respector. Thank you. 